Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Today, I would like to continue the subject called "Be Above Reproach." Be above reproach. This is in the series called "Ministry Advice." As the servant of God, we need to improve our life so that we can serve God better, more effectively. And we can give glory to God. I share with a group of people, the young believers, yesterday, that one of the goal for every Christian to have is to become more like Christ. If you set the goal that before I die, I will be as close as being like Christ as I can. With that goal, you will never become lukewarm. You will never become a backslider. You will keep going, running the race, keep studying the Bible, changing, repenting. In fact, think about this. One of the reasons we go to church every Sunday, we study Bible. We go to Bible classes. We go to church. We serve. We get discipleship. The reason is that we will grow, and we become more like Jesus Christ. It's not just about going to ritual thing. We want to move from glory to glory to glory to glory. So, as servant of God, whatever ministry you're doing, whether uh, worship ministry, deacon ministry, administrative ministry. No matter what ministry you do, you still have this basic goal. That is, we need to become more and more like Christ, more anointing, character become more like Jesus Christ. The mind of Christ fill our head, our mind, our soul. We want to become like Him. Jesus was the perfect man. He was. The man above reproach. You could not find fault with Jesus at all. That's why to be above reproach should be our goal, to become like Jesus Christ. In Psalm chapter one o one verses six to seven, this is the statement of King David: "I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are." Above reproach, will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. Wow, what a strong statement! King David said that my close friend must be faithful people, people who serve God with me. Should be above reproach kind of people. I don't want any deceiver, manipulator, liars 
to be close to me. So God tried to put in this scripture, He has a very high expectation of our life. If we want to hang out with Jesus, if we change the word I in Psalm 101 verses 6 to 7 to be Jesus' talk or God's talk, and He said, I'm looking for people who are faithful, people who are above reproach, people who speak the truth with honesty and integrity. I want to be one of them. I want to be close disciple of Jesus Christ, the inner circle of Jesus. That God trusts me and he wants to use me and he wants to anoint me to be around him all the time. So to be above reproach is so important in the eyes of God. Philippians chapter 2, 15 to 16 say, so that you will prove yourself to be blameless. Wow, blameless. We need to prove ourselves to God and to other people to be blameless and innocent. Children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world holding fast the word of life. People who love the word, hold fast to the word of God, the word of life, so that in the day of Christ, I will have reason to glory because I did not run in vain nor toil in vain. The Apostle Paul wrote the letter to this young servant in that generation in Philippi. I want to encourage you. Be blameless. Be above reproach. And one day, when we all stand together in front of Jesus, I will receive the glory and reward because I trained you well to be this kind of servants in the body of Christ, the servant who is above reproach, faithful, loving, kind, full of integrity and faithfulness and uh, truthfulness in life. I would like to read Scripture to show you the standard of God to be above reproach as a servant. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 2 to 4. 1 Peter 5, 2 to 4. Shepherd, the flock of God, which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crowd of glory that does not fade away. Peter gave us the guideline of how to be a leader or a shepherd above reproach. We need to check our life, check our own heart all the time. Do I do things because somebody forced me? Because I have to do it? Or because I am willing to? Am I willing to go to church or I go because of a duty? Am I willing to be in a care group, minister to people, or because I have to? Somebody forced me because it's a job description. And do I serve God with a pure heart that I don't take advantage from people? 
One time, I get involved with a lot of ministers who try to ask me to do we call direct sale. This pastor asked me, "Can you join me to sell things in your church?" And I was thinking, "Wow, I have authority in the church. If I begin to do this, some members cannot say no to me." Because I have authority, and this is opposite to First Peter chapter five, verse two, that I begin to use my authority to get personal benefit to myself. I say, "I'm sorry, I cannot do this. I cannot use the authority that God gave to me to gain personal benefit, or we call dishonest gain." We don't want to serve God with the purpose or the motive of gaining something from people, getting something from people. We serve God with a pure heart, all for the benefits and the growth and the spiritual development of His people, not for myself. We need to check our heart all the time. If if you can do that, you are above reproach. You are not like the people. In this crooked generation, you know these people in the world. Everything they do is about me, 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 me. You read newspaper about hospital in Seattle. Some hospital got into trouble because the same reason is not about for the patient. It's about money. I'm gonna make more money, more money, more money. Do everything to get rich, but the patients. Is secondary, and that's why some hospital and doctors are in trouble. Some doctor have lost their license because of this reason, and we should not do that in the church or in the ministry either. That we everything is about money, is about myself. Nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, if you are. Um, Servant above reproach. You don't use your authority to force people or to manipulate people, but you are a servant. You serve people. You are not using your authority to control, to push people down, to use them for your own benefit, but being examples to the flock. We need to be example to people in every single way, every aspect of life. Everything you do, you ask yourself: If people look at you, how would they feel? How would they think? What would they think about you? Your words, how you drive. One time, in the Lincoln Square, thank God, I was driving in to find a parking, and then one car came out. The two car came at the same time, so we both had the right to get in at that parking spot, because we at the same time like this. The car came out, and I was thinking, "Give, and it will be given to you." I want to be a giver, so I wave hand. You get it, I give it up. I let you have it. If I want to fight, I can get in faster. I just go like this because the car. That car came out toward the other car, so that car blocked that car. But for me, I can just drive in. But I decided to not 
drive in and let that car go in. I don't even see who is in the car. You know who is in the car? Our members. When she saw me in the restaurant, she said, "Wow, you really show the heart of a servant of God. You are real." Because this is not in the church; this is in the parking lot. People watch your life. Are you example of giver? Are you example of being honest of what you say? Are you example of how you spend money, how you treat people, how you talk about people? Are you gossiping about people? Are you attacking people? Are you love people? You need to really watch your life all the time. What you're doing. Because people are watching you, you need to be example, not only in the church building, but example out there in society. I work in the hospital, so people watch me all the time how I react. One of the things that the nurse say about me in the hospital: sometimes I tease new workers, sometimes a new man come in to help me, giving me the equipment, and I say, "Okay, you don't know about me. I like to throw stuff on the floor." Surgeon have reputation of strong stuff on the floor, and I like to yell. Be careful today. You work with me first time. I'm gonna yell. Everybody laugh in the operating room, and they all say we never heard Doctor Lau yell even one time, because I want to be example to them that Christian doctor are calm and patient and very gracious. I never get mad and yell to anybody. I always say thank you. Very gentle. I want to show good example to people around me. We are example not only in the church, everywhere, in the restaurant. Today I went to eat with three neurosurgeons and two neurologists, and I need to get out soon because I have to come here. I don't know what to say, so what I did is I grabbed the bill and say I need to go now. I'm gonna pay for this. We did not make agreement who's gonna pay. Before this dinner, but instead of bye bye, I have to leave now. Um, I have meeting at church at seven thirty. This is seven o'clock. Bye bye and walk out. This doctor would think, "Wow, he's a pastor, and he come and eat free, and he walk out, and he didn't pay." I don't know what to do at that time because I don't want to talk about money. So I stood up. Because the bill was on the other side of the table, I walk to the other side, grab the bill, and I say, I pull out my credit card and say, I need to leave now. I have a meeting at church, but I'm gonna pay for this. And then the manager say, Oh, don't worry, don't worry. We will pay from the company. So I say, Okay, if you pay, I'm concerned that somebody had to pay that bill, and I don't want to take advantage of anybody on that table after I ate. Little thing like this, we show example. That we are not the kind of people who take advantage of people, above reproach. First Timothy chapter four verses twelve to thirteen. Let no one despise your youth. We can change this word to let no one despise you being Chinese, being Thai, being Singaporean, being a woman, being an old man. Being a, a new pastor, you can change anything, okay? But be an example to the believers in word. Do you watch your word? 
you say sarcastic word or not, or you say something that cause trouble or not. <laughs> In my trip to Germany this time, I have to stop two women <laughs> a few times. Could you please stop sarcastic each other? It's a habit. Like they talk something, and the other person talk and sarcastic each other and say, "Okay, okay, stop." I and Pastor Da sitting there and say, "Please, we are servant of God now. You're gonna start the church here. No more culture of sarcastic in the church. Stop right now." And this, okay. I have to correct them right there, both of them at the same time, because it's a culture. For these women to sarcast each other, because they know each other for a long time, they, I said we have to stop this. Because if new believe walk in, the husband walk in, see you do all these things, they're not going to believe in God. You need to be above reproach with your word, in conduct, like I share about paying bill a while ago. In my conduct, in love, are you loving? In spirit, what kind of spirit you have? We need to check our spirit. Are we faithful? Are we loyal? We really respect our pastor and leader. Do we honor our own church? What kind of spirit we have? Make sure we have the clean and very gentle and honest spirit. If we have bad attitude, repent right away. Get rid of bad spirit in our life. Okay. In faith, are we people of faith? If you notice last Sunday, lately God really deal with me about this faith a lot. If you notice last Sunday when I got up and I pray after the worship, I say this about ten times. I believe God is real. I believe He sit in the throne and watch us now. God speak to me that everything we do we need to do by faith, not by ritual. So we need to be example as a man and a woman of faith. I believe. I believe God listened to me. I believe. I believe. I believe. You need to be example of faith, and in purity, you need to live a holy life. Till I come, give attention to reading. I believe reading the Bible, to exhortation. Are we above reproach in always in the Word? Read the Word, love the Word. We are. Above reproach, being example of always say something to encourage people. I want to build that kind of lifestyle. When I see people, thank God, you're so faithful, you're so wonderful. Always encourage people, exhort people, not put people down, not attacking people. And to doctrine, watch your doctrine. Don't entertain any weird doctrines into your life. As I mentioned in the teaching called "Spirit Let Life." Don't welcome every doctrine you hear. Either read a book or you need to check with the Word and check with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. To be above reproach in every aspect: doctrine, teaching, the way you treat other people, you exhort people, you love or not, you do this out of love or not, you have the right spirit or not, you have faith, you live a pure life or not. All these things has to be checked. All the time, if you want to live above reproach, the Bible says we need to be the salt and the light of the world. So always see yourself as a person that people watch you all the time. 
and people look at your example. You need to be the light to people. You need to be the salt. Make people hungry for God, thirsty for the things of God. When they see your life, who oh, I want to know God more. You so anointed. You so loving. You so different. I want to have the thing you have. We need to be like that, above reproach, like Jesus. You know, when Jesus walk around, people like to come around him. Remember this: when God used you to be teacher, to be shepherd, to be in the leadership or ministry level. You receive authority from him. You receive honor from him, and the privilege from him. When I went to Europe, I feel that oh, what a privilege to be able to stand here and preach to German people. What a privilege to be able to. What an honor to be able to come to this nation and preach the gospel to these people. I feel honor. I feel privilege. Wow, what authority that when I lay hand, all oh, this German big guy, you know, in one German church, I went to re- preach in one German church. All these people walk out there like this, everybody, and I have to lay hand like this because I'm so small. And one German man follow me everywhere, follow in the good way, not try to fight for, but he'd like to learn. He said, "I want to learn from you." He follow me all the time, and I feel like, whoa, what is the privilege? Honor and the authority that God gave to me to be able to, as a Thai man like me, to preach the message to these German people. But with authority, honor, and privilege, it comes with responsibility. We have the responsibility to be good example and to live above reproach. Period. You cannot abuse what God gives to you. God gives you authority, honor, and privilege. At the same time, you need to hold that very carefully and say, "I'm gonna live my life that match with what God gives to me. That is to be above reproach all the time." I believe that this message really a reminder to us. Sometimes we forget, and I need to remind myself too. Everywhere I go, we need to remind each other. Behave. Watch your mouth. Watch your attitude. Watch your action. Watch your conduct. Your lifestyle. The way you drive. In the church, you may say, "Hi, God bless you." But on the road, you put the finger up. You yell at people. No, you are above reproach everywhere. Amen. You are the same person outside and inside. Because remember this, God is watching you. You need to make God trust you enough to give you more anointing. Really, if you live above reproach, He trusts you, and He's going to give you more authority, more territory, and more anointing, and more power to get the job done. Lately, God speak to me this sentence. I'm going to end here. I'm going to keep saying this again and again because it's so touching to my heart. This sentence, he said that the most important thing in your life, in this earth, is to live in such a way to please me. Let me repeat one more time. The most important thing in your life to live in this earth. Is to please your 
Heavenly Father. Okay, and if you do that, God say, "I will give you favor, and I will use you to help a lot of people that need help." In other words, if you live your life to please God, He will give you more things in your life that your relative who got into trouble, your kids, your friends. Strangers that get into trouble, you can help them. Many years ago, I had to choose between pleasing men in a big Christian organization, or to please God, to follow the file of God. At that time, they give me ultimatum. Is that right? The word ultimate, ultimatum, ultimatum. If you want to be the head of this organization in America, you need to quit the fire. But if you choose the fire, we're gonna demote you and kick you out. And I say, I need to please God. I want the fire, so they kick me out. Amen. I lost my position. I lost all of the friend in the ministry. I have maybe only one percent left to be my friend. Everyone else dumped me, including pastor in Japan, dumped me. Because I picked the fire. Years have gone by. Because I please God. Now, God used us, me and you, to help people, thousands of people in Thailand. Now, we start to help people in Germany. Because God trusts me enough to give me more. You see, when you please God, God will be pleased with you. So to be above reproach is to please God, to make God happy. That you live a life that is a salt and a light. You are His ambassador and representative on this earth. If you notice one thing about the way I share, I thank God for the power. I thank God for the spectacular sign and wonder. I thank God for vision and dream. I thank God for healing and casting out demons and miracles and power, and I'm seeking those things. I want to have more of the signs and wonder and miracle, but we also need to focus on character. To have godly character or Jesus character, to become above reproach, we need to grow both of them. Grow in the power. When I went to Europe, it's amazing. People have a lot of dreams there. People see dream and vision all the time. I don't see dream and vision that much. Maybe because I know the Word of God a lot, I don't need dream. But people see dream and and then share with us and oh, thank God for their life that God speak to them through dreams and through vision and all this. Thank God for these signs and wonder. I love it. But hey, lady and men. You need to grow in your character too. You need to shape up. Don't sarcast each other. Don't say anything. Make people mad at you. You need to shape up your character. So we need to grow both area: the power, the signs and wonders, and the character to be above reproach at the same time. And if you have both, whoo, you're powerful. You can shake the nations. You can shake society because your life is please God so much. Okay, so I will continue next time. Next time, going to be the last session of this teaching. Be above reproach.
Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for reminding us and teaching us to please you, to become more like Jesus Christ, to live a life that is above reproach, to honor you, to be your representative. We want to be good examples to others, both the believers and non-believers, Father. We want you to trust us and use us and anoint us, Lord. May you speak to the people who listen to this teaching in the internet and also touch them, move them and mold them and change them from glory to glory by your Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Thank you.